Hello. 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> good actually. Well done. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Oh, so we going straight in then. So we're back with a brand new episode. Yeah. Episode eight. Is it? Seven? Uh, eight or seven? Seven. I don't know. Oh. I think we're on eight. Why are you shouting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're on. We're live. <laughs> Should we start all again? Right. Hello. I thought it was all right. It's right. quite... Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, no. <laughs> now you're doing it right. I yeah. know. Oh, that was quite good. We'll try Hello. one more time. This is going to be really boring, the beginning of a podcast, but it'd be quite fun as well. Oh, no. Go on then. No, we'll just keep okay. going. Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome. Here we go. Uh, Episode eight. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah let's say it's eight. We Could are. be seven. Well, it is eight. It is eight. Okay. The last one was two parts. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah. Episode eight. Welcome, everybody, to On Repeat. Yeah. Hope everyone's all right. My chair's yeah. a bit creaky, by the way, but it'll be all right. Well, there you got the drum stool. <laughs> if you haven't listened before, <clears throat> we go through our uh, musical history chronologically. <laughs> And, it's not quite true, though, is and, it? No, <laughs> and then and then we and then we go back a bit and forward a bit and and, and get lots of things wrong we too. Do. Yeah. So if you haven't heard it, the last few episodes have been cracking. Mm. They have been. We've had a grunge special. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we had a two-parter on Nirvana. Oh yeah, we should probably mention the uh, two-parter because we had a few issues, technical issues, didn't we? Oh yes, but you can mics. still hear what you know. You can still hear what we're saying. Um, you get the gist. You get the gist of it. But it's a few grounding issues with the leads. And, a little bit um, buzzy. A little bit buzzy. Yeah, but. Need, you if you if you yeah. bothered by that, really. Needless to say, John Wang never gonna get a shout out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, any we, shout We won't be. Uh, Sorry, John. Getting any sponsorships from? Nah. No, <clears throat> I don't want them because <laughs> we don't want even them. If, even if he said, "Guys, I'm sorry, have a free Neuer. I don't want another one. <laughs> nah, I'm alright. Because <laughs> that mean would have eight Neuers. <laughs> got the four of the fuckers. Got four of them already. If anyone wants a free Neuer. <laughs> And just a disclaimer, they're actually not Neuer. It's actually Niwa. Is it Niwa? Niwa. Oh, is that the end? Oh, sorry. Niwa. Niwa. You know what I was trying to, because I'm, I'm thinking of <clears throat> Neumann, because Neumann's like two grand microphones. Yeah. Ooh, nice. So I thought John Wang was like, I'm going to name my Neuer, because it sounds close <laughs> to Neumann. Oh, I'm, uh, that's what I'm, the confusion I'm getting. Is it really though? It looks like Well, Neumann. no, because I thought Neuer was actually a brand, but it's, it's a German goalkeeper. It of is, course it, it is. is. No, yeah. <laughs> We're giving him far too much airtime here. Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> right. So let's move on. Let's move on. Um, this episode uh, is about our favourite goalkeepers. Oh, Manuel, <laughs> Manuel, Manuel Peter Michael, David Pish. Seaman. Oh, yeah, he's good. Peter Michael's good. better though. All right. Yeah. You yeah. know it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> John knows I know. Well, both very good. Let's just. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. Disagree. Both, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was always a fan of the ponytail. Oh, amazing oh, yeah, yeah. and moustache moustache yeah, was absolutely banging yeah, of course <laughs> not talk sport Peter Schmeichel talk sport. he just had blonde hair and a red nose didn't he yeah he's yeah. like a what's drinker what's got to do with fucking maybe anything? just I don't yeah. know something to do with something so let's let's move on mm. let's, moving on from David Seaman and, and, and oh Neuer and yeah. Neuer yeah. and, and Michael where it came from what's his Peter, name Peter, Peter Schmeichel Michael Schmeichel from Medida yes did anyone actually, that's, I know this is nothing to do with anything, but did anyone own the Alan Shearer and David Seaman dolls? No. I, I had the Ryan Giggs one. Oh, the one with the big you? head? Yeah. No, no. Like, no, that Barbie like, dolls. They're like action man. They're not Ben. They're like action man <laughs> dolls, not Barbie dolls. Yeah. I should have said that because I had one. Well, about yeah. the Barbie dolls are a lot smaller. I had I had the removable heads, right? I yeah. had Nicky Butt's head and um, Ryan Butt. Giggs. Yeah, Nicky Butt. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Oh, we're, we're four minutes in already, and it's, it's fine. Oh, that's Audio cool. cracker. Did Alan Shearer's arm, like when you pushed it, did he go way pep? 
<laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, so anyway, where are we? Um, what are we doing this episode? <laughs> so, Ben, go on, you're going to say. Uh, this episode is about the bands that got us into punk. Yeah, this is punk. This so is your punk? first yeah, punk, punk bands that kind of got you hooked on punk. Punk yes. generally. Oh, John, if you each other over, actually. Yes, um, this is not punk. good for a podcast, oh, really. Lovely. But I've got a prop um, we're going to talk about, and Ben can take a photo of it for yeah, um, social for the, media. Yeah, exactly. um, but we'll look at that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, punk. Who wants to start? Not Does anyone me. want to go? I've got names. On, I haven't got the oh, hat. Yeah, the hat, the hat, okay, the hat. Can someone grab the hat? see the hat from there. Before we go into, I suppose, punk, I think punk is... that hat. Punk is more... If if you're listening and you don't know what punk is, um, punk is more than just music. I think, and it's more of an ideal. And a, we start to talk about this with grunge, an aesthetic, and yep. a, and a a movement as well as a yep. as well as a type of music. Um, anyway, Jono has the hat. Who's gonna pick out the hat? Do you want me to pick? Oh, what? no, hold on, wait. Have you done any little? No, 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 no. Have you done Jamie, 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 Jamie? This is the first time I've ever picked out the hat. Oh, has it? Yeah, is it? Eight <laughs> episodes in. Oh, I've, I've never introduced one really. So, Jono. <laughs> Really? You are first. Okay. Out of the hat. Do you want to go first, Jono? I guess the hat, hat is final. The, the hat's hat spoken. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, Otherwise, he'll just be picking out and then, yeah. pick, then choosing what he wants to go. <laughs> piece of to so uh, I guess we're here to talk about punk. We are. It's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Next. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting concept punk, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> someone's had too many of these sweets yeah I, i'm not going to be cool and talk about proper punk why is there such thing as proper punk maybe not i guess it depends on how you look at things we can touch upon it i'm not yeah i'm yeah, just gonna look at kind of you know different sort forms of, of this you know sort it? of like late 60s early yeah, 70s yeah. stuff because yeah. i didn't i don't really know anything about it and i don't no. actually listen to it either so yeah i mean i guess the cure could be maybe classified as post-punk mm. they got post-punk elements yeah yeah I mean, I early, know, early punk, I love the thing of Sex Pistols. Yeah, I mean, I that kind of punk I'm not that into. I prefer like moderner, moderner? Moderner. Moderner. Modern. What, you mean the balsamic vinegar? Because <laughs> 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 I like that too. It's the best. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that what happened when you took Nicky Butt's head off? <laughs> what, it was balsamic vinegar <laughs> from Moderna, yeah. <laughs> Sweet and delicious. <laughs> sorry, John. Right, can I get back to it? Yeah, yeah sorry. Go, okay, sorry. How rude. A bit of professionalism, sorry, please, lads. Um, so I'm going to talk about punk in terms of 90s punk. Mm. Oh, amen. Uh, and I would imagine that you guys have probably got a lot to chip in on this as well. Oh, for sure, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I didn't, I'm going to say it right now, I didn't really like punk. Oh. What, when, it, when, the nine, when you first heard it? I mean, let's, everyone in the 90s was listening to rave, come on. Oh yeah, John, I was listening. To I was listening. You were. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, I didn't actually get into nineties punk until two thousands. <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. Um, Better late. So late nineties, two thousand. Late. It was yeah. probably more likely than late nineties. Nimrod would have been ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I think it, sort of that's kind of popular punk clashed with new metal, didn't it? Mm-hmm. In terms of like, the timeline. Yeah, it did. And I was more kind of like long socks and Adidas <clears throat> compared to maybe mm. long socks and. Converse, yep, yep. So, um, I was more like, Is that all you wore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just na- everything, <laughs> nothing but long socks <laughs> and Adidas yeah. trainers, yeah. just naked. <laughs> That's what corn did, <laughs> walking around. It was, you know, 
I'm, I'm referring to <laughs> I'm a, a certain element. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um. <laughs> Just go on about you. Just go. We, I've got some notes here. Yeah, I, go, I have okay. come prepared. So bands you got. So bands, bands, bands that I got into. I, I guess Blink One Eight Two were yeah, the first. That's, that's my first one. Kind yeah. of sort of you know sort of punky band, pop punk. Yeah, because I think um, Dude Ranch, mm. Dude Ranch had just been oh, released. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, Was that ninety seven? Another year, maybe. Okay, I don't know, but it it got released when I was in grade nine. So that would have been nine. I thought it was a bit later than ninety seven. Sorry, right. yeah, anyway, anyway, ninety eight, so possibly ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> so we we had some at, at school. We had some guys that were kind of what you would deem punk, as punk as you can be, going to a Christian private school. Um, but anyway, and you, they nice. used to have kind of like the the Blink One Eight Two, but Blink One Eight Two for those guys was too mainstream. So they had all these CDs that they used to bring in. A lot of them were the um, the Fat Record stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of no effects and Bill and Colin and all that type of stuff. So I, I couldn't get into it. It wasn't my sort of thing. I preferred the more that's Jonathan yeah. Davis cool. I thought it was Indiana yeah. Jones a bit weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah I, I didn't really get into it um, as much and yeah Green Day I guess were were pretty big at that time I think Jamie just mentioned that they released Nimrod which was mm. pretty massive wasn't it mm -hmm. um, and previous to that I, I guess was The Offspring and The Offspring were just about to release Americana I think that's a couple of years but it's, it's mm, in that kind of you know that yeah time it's about 2000 yeah. isn't it yeah it's about 2000 yeah. and you know oh, I hated that that stuff hated it yeah really yeah, pretty oh, fly oh, for a white bike no I could not mm. stand it it's, it's, it's strange isn't it pretty fly like, for a white bike <laughs> white guy <laughs> no I, I just I could not get into it at, at all it just wasn't my thing and you know as I as mentioned I was more kind of like corn and um I won't mention some of the other names that I was into at that stage. But, oh, go um, on. We might go as well. well, okay. So, um, Seven Dust. Oh, for goodness sake. I'm joking. Um, actually, I still quite like no, Seven Dust. All right, there. Um, you know, I, I did buy a Disturbed CD as oh, well. God, oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um, a pod. <clears throat> that hurt. Oh, my God. I know. So I had Wait, some really that? Oh, that was... Um, Payable and Death. Yeah, no, but what was the song? Alive. Ah, I feel so, so alive, alive for the very first time. But I got I got internet before that. That, oh right, really? So you before, yeah. I was before wow, that. Like, really? you know, I was like in the in the south side where True the kids fan. don't play blah blah blah. Just going run the rest of the day. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> don't know. It's oh, like right. South Side or something. It's called it Hard Knock. I don't know. It was a little Nicky soundtrack. Oh, okay, you know yeah. that, that really oh, good Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> We're going to so many places. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this is this is my experience with punk, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I pretended to like it and tried to get into it. Um, actually, I did. Uh, you know, obviously, um, Offspring Smash was uh, a lot before, obviously, Dude Ranch and all those other ones I've, I've sort of mentioned. But um, there was a song on there called Self Esteem, which I did really, really mm. like. But I think that Self Esteem, like the intro, has a kind of a Nirvana esque vibe to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's why I actually liked it. Um, but I love punk now, mm -hmm. sort of going yeah. back and, and looking over it and stuff. And actually, I am listening to a lot more than I probably ever have. Mm. Um, and there are bands that we've listened to in the car together that yeah. would be classed as punk elements like Rise Against. Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah. That Re kind of. Yeah. Refused. <laughs> refused. Yeah, refused. Us. Yeah. But Refused are really quite interesting because I would yeah. I would never have said Refused are a <clears throat> punk band. To me, Refused, like when they released Stand Up Shapers, 
um, that was just pure hardcore. And the album before yeah. that with Would You Ra- Ra- Rather Be Dead on. In the flames of discontent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's to me, that's just like pure hardcore. Mm. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I guess punk is, is, is quite a big genre. Mm. Um, lots of different things can be fit into it, but um, AFI were a kind of a stand-up mm-hmm. band for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, I wasn't really into the the fast-paced stuff that they they kind of released earlier on um, Black Sales and um, Open Your Eyes, Shut Your Mouth, Open Your Eyes. It wasn't my sort of vibe. But when they released Sing the Sorrow, it was a lot more sort of moody and more dynamics and so forth. And that's how I really got into to mm-hmm. AFI. But then sort of going back and listening to them now, like it's it's quite. Um, what's the word empowering music to listen to mm. um and, and 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 a lot of fun um quite an inter- interesting afi story actually yeah yeah so i had tickets to <clears throat> an afi show i don't know when it was in 2099 something like that with matt bazak yeah it was me matt and i'll make chris thompson not chris Ayers. no one cares no you don't know who these people are anyway <laughs> <laughs> and um i got home and i fell asleep mm. and i forgot to meet them at the station so they all went to the afi gig and I didn't go to it. It's awful. And I still got the ticket at <laughs> it's home. Blasphemy. I got the ticket at home, still the stub attached to it. That's my AFI story. Oh, it's a, good oh, story. It's a so sad story. I could have seen AFI. That was that was before they went because they went on a little hiatus, didn't they? After one of the albums, they, um, they stopped so doing was, doing something. I can't remember what it neck. was. Um, so I think after the Art of Drowning, which is two thousand, but then mm, that would have been a tour. I think it might have been. And then, but then, Sing the Sorrow came out. 2001 i believe oh, i don't know which one wait it was. no anyway, 2003 i paid for a ticket and didn't go they're they're, they're an amazing band and yeah. uh, you know they're, they're i i would consider them to be a, a punk band yeah. um they, well they um i did well i've done loads of re- well i got into like a real wormhole with this yeah. past two weeks <laughs> um originally they were signed to um dexter holland not records yeah that's they were signed. yeah yeah, yeah. He, he signed afi oh wow so he put out their first i think two albums or two EPs or something yeah. like that um, yeah, so there you go. I think there was, there was probably there. quite a good, mm. um, a bit like the hardcore scene and, you know, um, mm. we don't see so much of it now, but, um, I, you know, you kind of look at sort of Bad Religion and you look at the guys mm-hmm. from there and there, you know, with Epitaph and stuff like that. And Bad Religion, again, I, I got into them yeah, a, lot, a lot later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rancid, um, we're another yeah, band that my friends used to listen to a lot of, and every time they put it on, I was just like, just turn this off. It's just rubbish. Mm. But it's it's interesting how your tastes mm. change as you get older, and you kind of kind of appreciate that kind of raw rawness um, of the stuff. But yeah, it was it was. I don't know. I've got, I look back on those times, and they're, they're quite good fun. Sort of, even though I wouldn't consider myself a punk, and I wouldn't consider myself someone who listens to a, a great deal of punk. Um, I, I think. Again, we we talked about grunge. We talked about sort of picking up instruments and, you know, not having to be the most technical, you know, person on a specific instrument. And I think punk was one of those things, even though there's some incredibly technical punk bands. Mm. I think you listen to some, what was that cover they did? Um, it was on one of the punkaramas, um, All the Lisa Brown. What's that song by? Oh, um, what was that? Mamas and Papas. Um all the leaves of brown. Was it on this one? California Dreaming. California Dreaming, of course. Yeah. California Screaming, they did. Yeah. yeah. And it was just amazing. Yeah. And it is, you know, and then you look at bands like Propagandi today who are releasing some of like credible technical, mm. to my ears anyway. Yeah, for um, sure. Which is, but I think punk, you know, listen to no effects and mm-hmm. when they release punk in Drublick and mm. stuff like that, it's just so easy and so cool and so fun just to listen to. Um, Pennywise. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, <clears throat> again, like, 
obviously growing, you grew up in Australia, mate. Well, part Australia, part England. Yeah. Pennywise. Did he? Pennywise were. <laughs> Penny- Just in case you don't know, <laughs> Never would have yes. I did grow up in Australia. Keep, keep I haven't mentioned it at mentioned, all. Keep mentioning Australia because we're getting yeah, we're the charts. Um, yeah. But Penny, Pennywise, like Pennywise, like made their money out of being on the, a surf video, skate video. Yes, absolutely. It was, yeah. it was synonymous with that, and they were yeah. pitched with that by this guy. And they said they went over to Australia, thinking they'd be playing snow on, and they were playing massive festivals. And they said yeah. that they were playing a, a I don't know, a two stage. I saw this. It was a documentary quite interesting. They played two, this two-stage event. And they thought, I think I can't remember. They said it was main stage. They said, oh, it, it was a really popular artist at the time. Anyway, uh, rock, oh, live. <laughs> they were playing on, on the main stage, and they said we were on the second stage. They were like, oh, no one's going to tap to us. And then about two and a half thousand people turned up to watch them, and mm. they were like, what is going on here? And it's yeah. because of that link between surfing, skating, skateboarding. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I think you know, sort of that whole SoCal scene mm. has a lot of similarities with. Yeah. Australia, in terms of like the East Coast, yeah. you know, the surfing scene. We t- we've talked about it, we mentioned it many mm. times, the surf and um, skateboard culture and stuff. And, yep. you know, actually, you, you mentioning sort of the surf vids and skate vids and stuff. I, I remember sitting over my mate's house just watching those, mm. and you used to watch them yeah, yeah. for the music. Yeah, and yeah. You used to pick up and it's the same as all um, these... Tony Hawk's as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. soundtrack to Tony Hawk's, I always have on my Spotify because mm-hmm. one, for nostalgia, and, and, yeah. and two, it is packed full of great punk. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my chair, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very squeaky, very, very squeaky. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of actually looking back and talking about it now, it's 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 a shame I didn't sort of embrace it a lot more back then. But um, you know, silver chair were mm. were god and be end of everything. I think, so I think mm. I was lo- just looking at the rele- like releases when we start talking about the stuff that I got into. That got into it. If you look at the the time frame, I, I reckon probably from I, mean, I, I didn't get into it, it from ninety four to probably about two thousand. The amount of albums, not just punk albums, that were released of that dramatically created scenes, changed music, yeah. is huge. Yeah, you know what I mean that there's that you you look at like I, I, I got into sort of stuff that came out in ninety four in 90, about ninety five, but then I read out the stuff that came out then, and I was like, fuck you now, this was a brilliant year. I'd, I'd have been, I'd have loved to have been, yeah, like more with it so i could mm. go and see those bands because yeah. the, the tours must have been amazing the albums that came out were incredible well yeah, yeah. i mean i know you'll go into it a lot more but in, in between sort of just 1990 and 94 obviously no effects released punk and trouble mm. bad religion released against the grain rancid released and out the walls um the offspring released smash in 95 i think sick of it all uh, released really um step down face to face don't know if you guys yeah. listen mm. to much of them yeah um you know they released uh, their self-titled album 96 so yeah, it was wicked. But, but Good well, times. I suppose when you're talking, when you're talking as well, you got in, you, your friends were getting into that, and you were getting to new. You had the new metal and punk thing, so there were massive albums everywhere, like guitar music, mm. but such a different was, aesthetic and such a different vibe. With oh yeah, definitely. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll probably go into new metal. Yeah, a lot further and do an episode on it. Actually, thinking back, new metal was kind of like the antithesis. I, I, I often look at new metal as kind of being the reincarnation of glam rock. Yeah, in terms of kind of just the, the postulating of of the characters yeah, that yeah. used to yeah, kind right. of be in the big bands and the money that was thrown at it and also i'm not not all new metal bands were like this but uh, limp biscuit or obviously come to mind but being quite i don't know just very very male orientated mm, and yeah. you know it's yeah. But, yeah i know i get that but i just think that there's there was so much music do you know what I mean in the main? I suppose it is the mainstream or in the mainstream ether that we would yeah. hear. 
through skateboarding videos or Tony but Hawk's where, where are those games things or, gone now though? I know. you know you kind well, of think it's been diluted so much yeah, that we that's such a lovely one. way to discover yeah yeah visually yeah. you can watch some you know visually and auditory it's just an amazing way mm. to discover kind of that mm. sort of music and yeah you're right we, we don't have that so much these days what a wealth of music releases <laughs> yeah from that no from that period seriously Wait, I mean the, 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 you kind of look back what was that? What was that? Oh, the drums. Jesus Christ. Oh, there's a ghost in here. <laughs> was it the there? drums or was it the shutter? Oh, someone at the door. Is that? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Someone just said hello. Oh, okay. Hello. Let's just, oh, should, oh. We, should we pause? We'll pause there for a minute. We've got a bit of a bit of an interruption there. And you are. You are. Right, we're recording. Okay. Welcome back in. We've just had Derek Kakora back. He's <laughs> got rid of our fucking spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. Where were we? We had a most haunted moment. We had to go then. check the studio we were in. Um, uh, it's okay. We're all safe. We heard a hello, but yeah. there's no one there. No. We heard... What's, yeah, what's his favourite one? What was his favourite one? Mary loves cock. Mary loves dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're Mary, hello. Um, but if you go back in here, you could probably hear some the squeak and there is a what we think audibly is a hello. But anyway. Hello. Like that. Yeah, hello. Um, so um, we were just talking quickly. What I re- re- we'll go back and say, we'll recap. talk about the recap about um, that time of music. There was a lot of punk new metal there's lots of stuff coming out in mainstream that was guitar based um jono where are we going to go sorry before the noise well i was just saying to ben um about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> that too. Oh, really yeah what an interesting so that's what i that's what i think well, I, I was saying to jono how no i was saying to you no <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking like my my experience with punk is similar to you yeah that age and that time it was Blink and then it went for, and Tony Hawk's actually mm. like No Cigar was Mel yeah. and Colin yeah. oh yeah I was one of the first punk songs I really yes. fell in love with mostly because yeah. of the game but also it's a great song it's a good song yeah. and then it was Blink and Green Day and all that yeah. stuff but yeah but similar I guess, to you um, I mean I don't know I, 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 f- I flitted back mm. between the kind of two genres I mean I would say yeah I listened but then again you know you kind of I'm thinking new metal but when did new metal really peak? I know we're talking about punk. I'm just trying to sort of figure my timeline out because I started listening to a lot of like Swedish metal bands around about 2000, 2001, like in flames and stuff. I think new metal peaked when Linkin Park, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. 2001-ish. Yeah. 2002. Hybrid Theory wasn't 2001. No, 2000. Was it? Yeah, 2000. Hybrid Theory. Okay. So I think that was the peak. Okay. So I had stopped listening to new metal before, but yeah, around that time. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah wow. punk punk was um yeah, so cool man punk yeah, yeah. punk's good um but I, I think it'd be quite interesting t- for me to sort of listen to what you guys are going to say yeah because that's good it's good li- link well I, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to allow you to I'll, I'll continue you to... from what you've just oh, so you'll, you want to yeah because I think that's it's, a really it's good on idea. the same it's on the Fantastic. I'm on the same level as you in in terms of that yeah type of punk yes but yeah I mean. I'll just list some bands. Don't get so angry then. <laughs> yeah. God I've damn it, John. Pa- so Let me talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus as we said, Blink One Eight Two. These uh, it was more pop punk for me. Yeah, I found because it was I don't know fun to listen to, mm. and it was very catchy. And yeah, the melodies were cheeky, isn't it? Sometimes a bit cheeky, naughty, <laughs> naughty. So I mean, yeah, some bands here are hit or miss, but at the time I liked them. I guess so. Good Charlotte, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I met them though. Nice guys. Not very nice guys. Yeah. Uh, Atari's. Oh yeah, yeah I like them. What's that album called? Blue. So Sky. long story. Oh, great album. Oh, I don't know what one you listened. To. I think it was before that. Oh, before yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but cool. But yeah, that was a great album. Uh, Green Day, obviously. A day to remember. I know they're more modern, 
but they are pop punk or pop metal aren't? no punk metal kind well, of pop thing. punk with hardcore elements because yeah. they do beat downs and stuff don't they i enjoyed them bowling for soup but before they went uber pop they were quite punk rock in a way quite mm. shit uh, <laughs> 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 I will, i'll give them let let's so let's so do, sorry let's do it for johnny album released in 2000 yeah their best one in my opinion anyway uh i don't want to say this band but go on they were a part of my youth simple yep. plan simple plan there's a door yeah, yeah get out. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll show myself out yeah. don't worry. um rancid oh, i'm getting better now rancid yeah, there okay. you go there we go uh boxcar racer which was oh, yeah, the yeah. side project of uh tom, tom delong and travis yeah Bob. yeah I'm, 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 tell you what that album's great yeah. album yeah, really good, good album. Bits. that was it okay it's so brief. interesting listening to your list there because that is proper <laughs> 2000 esque yeah. not esque I don't know why I said that but that's 2000s Era, it, really yeah. and that is um, without sounding disrespectful kind of diluted mm. pop yeah, no sorry uh, diluted punk, punk. Yeah. yeah but obviously grown sort of taking the elements of like the 90s scene that I guess maybe Justin probably listened to the most and then Jamie and then yeah because obviously but I think once I got past that stage and I was older then yeah. I went back and yes. reviewed the 90s Absolutely, punk man, yeah, yeah, yeah totally what, what was, yeah. but both of you just quickly what was the first punk song that you heard like, I mean and by punk is fast you know quite, quite play quite fast or kind of shouty vogue what is the first right because you you were obviously listening to different things we we'll, we'll kind of like talking about this previously but maybe where where you were what or what you were listening to well, let's do that let's Ooh, let's do what I've you were listening to and then when you heard that first punk bat, the punk out or punk song yeah and how that changed your perspective on stuff Jono, do you want to go first or ben, yeah, go no mind. no ben you go first go well actually i just thought of this ben had his so hand what up you, so. what, what were you listening to pre before you got you before you heard this so what what was your I don't know your music of taste before you heard the punk before that, that yeah, list yeah. I just yeah, rattled yeah. off oh it would have been like you know now 44 kind okay. of type music because mm-hmm. I was 11 10 yeah, 11 you fine. know you just follow the mainstream yeah, yeah whatever radio has what was the, what was the track oh mate it would have been something rubbish like sex on the beach and okay all that fine stuff. and then you went from sex on the beach to <laughs> <laughs> where did you go to it would have been Kerrang TV, which would have been all the... Yeah, but what was the track, punk track? Oh. As I'm saying, from Sex on the Beach to... Sex on the Beach to... Sorry. No, it's cool. Uh, I guess either Damn nipple. It or uh, What's My Age Again. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah man, I mean, that's tell you what, punk I'm going to say, that Damn It and, oh, yeah. and Josie, yeah. They, yeah, they were the two songs that I kind of listened to because they were on heavy rotation on VT, v, yeah. Channel V, whatever it is. Well, yeah. yeah. I've just thought of a brilliant punk band yeah one of my favorite bands I've seen him loads of times Go I, on if I only just thought of it what is it billy talent okay yeah, I, yeah. I love them they yeah. are punk they are brilliant live it's not looking yeah <laughs> you don't you, you don't like them not keen the voice is it most people don't like his voice um, I, music subjective oh for sure so you can sit over there and say they're you great i it. can sit here and say <laughs> 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 but that's what that's what's beautiful about this yeah yeah, yeah no it's true yeah but a bit uh, yeah but it's hand. cool yeah, yeah sorry, well, so yeah so but going from what you were listening to to that then did that not blow your mind as yeah, in yeah, you were listening sure. to something that was mainstream like i want to have sex oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah watch my age again with that guitars it felt no yeah i felt like guitar it was like a shift in yeah reality in a way because you're going from like a, a young boy to like the adolescent stage nice. of teenager and the hormones yeah. going 
Well, that, that What's My Age Again video was yeah. <clears throat> quite a... Um, it was quite a funny kind of, wasn't it? Tongue in cheek, they're running around yeah, naked yeah. with their yeah, yeah. things blurred out. Blurred I remember down. seeing that when it went to Florida and that video mm. played. I remember thinking, I didn't really like Blink-182 yeah, um, yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that video, there's mm. something about it that you think, oh, that's pretty kind of harks back to that kind of punk mm. don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and then you want to explore more about what real punk, well, for me, what real punk was. What was yeah. What's the video they did where they pretended to be the Backstreet Boys and, and those All the boy small bands? things. Okay, so. Oh, was that when they were running around naked? No, no, no. no, that's, no, that's, no what's what's against. Against. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's sort of enema of the state though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Album, yeah. See, I didn't really like that album. I preferred no, I preferred uh, Dude, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously before Dude Ranch was Siamese. Oh, uh, no, Cheshire Cat. Cheshire Cat. Yeah. I don't know anything about Blink-182. No. Okay. The, my favourite Blink album was actually the one after NMO, which was Take Good Off up. Your Pants and Jacket. Oh, Take okay. Off Your Pants yeah. and Jacket, yeah. And if, if again, this is a question for you before, before, if someone said to you yeah. that has never heard punk, what's punk, what would you give them? What, 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 what album? What album? What, what oh, song? Okay, okay. Fuck. I don't know, just, just, just out of interest. Because I've got I've got a couple that I think are uh, you start here and then like Jamie said that's your entry point like we said about Nirvana the entry point into grunge and entry point into heavier brush music where would your entry point I think be? as a virgin yeah. okay are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very pure as a virgin very innocent I am no <laughs> as a virgin listener yeah. Okay. Um, I it's would call cool if you are, man. No, uh, well, yeah. Cliff Richard's been one for like 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Look at his output. Yeah. Okay, good. Go on. Yeah. Well, anyway. Go on. As a, as this a virgin. Become, this has become a session now. Sorry. As a session. As a virgin. As a, as a virgin. As a virgin. Yeah. As a, as a virgin listening, um, yeah. I would say probably maybe Dookie by Green Day would be okay. a good one to start mm, that's with. That's very good, yeah. And I would probably say Oh, it's so difficult because then that's that's that punk but mm. then if if you're kind of like moving towards like a skater punk or that kind of SoCal vibe it would have to be something yeah. like from Bad Religion there's so many sub genres of punk yeah, yeah, yeah there is there there's is so loads. many yeah and some of them Which are based upon location locale as well you yeah. know so yeah yeah um, that's what I think that's what I love about it is the fact it's a similar again a similar aesthetic to grunge mm. but then the bands depending on where they grew up where they played had a completely different sound yeah, what was, but what the messages were always very similar. Oh yeah, yeah in terms definitely. of the political stance of things yeah. and rebel and stuff. It's, it's, they all well, had similar messages. Not all of them were, because I mean, if you look, well, you are you are right. I'm not saying you're wrong. Maybe the core. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at Blink, they didn't yeah. have that kind of. Oh no, it was more know, yeah high and school and stuff like, like propaganda when they when they first came out. They kind of aligned their stuff with the sort of skater punk, mm. which and but then they slowly sort of progressed towards more kind of activism and so forth. Bad Religion have always been kind of like an activist band. Hmm. Um, even Rancid have some kind of like political connotations and so yeah. forth. But yeah. yeah. Mm. What would you say, Ben, if someone came to you and said, I'm a punk virgin, mm-hmm. break my punk cherry? I think... <laughs> that's disgusting. Well, I'm sorry. That's I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> Honestly, to get a... Sexualising punk. <laughs> the first Green Day album sorry. I got God, was, cut out. was uh, International Super Hits, which was their greatest <laughs> well, hits. Yeah. So it had... Excuse me, excuse me. Gentlemen, oh, bloody but rude. Today, but it's going to be very hard to cut out. It's going to be very hard to cut out what I'm Justin sorry. just said. Because so we're sorry. all laughing over stuff. So even Justin asked the question again. It's not actually that bad, Just, what you've it's just okay, said. It's, it's quite funny and it's, it's not, okay, it's not that's offensive. Cool. That's all right. What's the minute? We should hear okay, some of the stuff they've had to cut out what I've said. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was saying uh, the first album Green Day album I actually got wasn't really an album it was the greatest hits called um, International Super Hits okay, yeah. but 
I'd give that to someone because it has their whole chronological history from mm. their first album, maybe a couple of the, those songs to yeah. the present time. Mm. At the time, was waiting and warning. Mm. Yeah, were great songs. Yeah, but that because but, but then again, I'm going to say that because I liked it. Mm. No, but, that's, but that's, that's fair enough. I guess it. for me, when I think of punk, top of my head is Sex Pistols because that is almost would you say original. Yeah, the starting point. Well, do you think this, this is prob- this is this, this is a debate, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah. like, so, so, Ramones were probably did, more. Yeah. Oh god, did, yeah. did it Ramones. start in, in yeah, America? No, did it Ramones. start in England? Did it start? Yeah, in, you know, New York? I always see Sex Pistols as a fairly manufactured band. I think the, the, there was a specific intention to make them what they were. Sure, because mm. I mean, a lot of that was. I mean, Vivian Westwood was was involved with yeah, the fashion design, design yeah. like the brick at large type kind of fashion and stuff like that. So it's almost like they found these guys and just made them together. up mm. but in saying that you know that's just my I, I see what yeah i see what you're coming but from but no you're right about ramones actually that's probably a better shout yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just so. i just just i just wondered but i just you you've you kind of yeah i don't know i just what about you well, with same me same question well it's, it's, well, uh, well that's what i was going to go on to because i'm mm. not I'm leading into my thing in my, no no, no my, but my, it, makes sense, it makes sense to, to lead to that to me punk is more than just the sound it's about the ideals that follow behind it and mm. i know you said about maybe Blink don't follow that, but then they did have, the you know running running around naked in the video, piss, taking the piss out of the Backstreet Boys or like you know that kind of um, whatever was popular. Yeah, that that tongue in cheek. It's always it's that it's got that kind of youthful exuberance. It's got that kind of I don't know. They're, they're, like we talked about the Beastie Boys, I still, I see the Beastie Boys as, as a punk yeah. band because yeah. they started as that, but um, because they have that kind of I don't know like this. There's, there's no I don't think you can. Like you listen to um propaganda now, and they sound as youthful and as, as raging as they mm. did in the mm. early nineties. If you go back and listen to their back dog, so and I also think punk's all about doing it yourself, going out and playing shows, going doing stuff, mm. yep. which a lot of bands don't really do nowadays. You just have to go out to try and you know if you it's, it's more about playing the music and playing to people and or no one rather than trying to make money. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Um. To me, I I I, I chose three three albums. The first ones, well, two of them you mentioned, Offspring, Smash, Green Day, Dookie, and I'd throw in Weezer, the Blue Album. That kind of oh, for me, Weezer, yeah. I don't know why, but I always aligned that with those other two bands when when I heard first heard them, and that mm. was probably about I don't know ninety five, ninety six. I was mm. coming, I was listening to a lot of like grunge and post grunge stuff that we're going to talk about, and then I heard Self Esteem on holiday. <laughs> In Switzerland, when we were on a cat family holiday, <laughs> I can remember actually. <clears throat> we went to like a a German uh, like electronics. Dad loved electronics, so we went to electronics like shop. Oh, three minute like electronica, like <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I like, love where it's fun. It was, like, it was like a Curry's, <laughs> no, like a Curry's Maplin. You know, oh, kind was, of um, mashup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah, yeah. CDs, and I remember this. Uh, this is the distinct memory I have is I remember looking at the TV screen. MTV was playing, and uh, Self Esteem played the video, and then um, they played uh, Faith No More. Uh, digging a grave. I got it. I remember getting into both those bands. Then I was like, "What is what?" Offspring was just like, "What is this?" This the guy's really high voice, but it had that kind of like <laughs> yeah. crazy live feel to it. And then Faith No More, because Mike Patton was just nuts, and it just mm. the video was crazy. And I just loved that. And again, that was quite punky. That song. So I don't know that they, they maybe put them back to back. So I went. I remember went back and I bought Smash. Save my money up, nick my mum's money, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> whatever <laughs> you want to call it. it. Um, and then from that, I saw, obviously, started looking at, like I say, Kerrang! And then Green Day were in there. And I was like, Dookie, okay, I picked up Dookie. And I, I listened to that. And I was like, this is great. And to, to me, that the, there were two very different, like Smash was like, 
Um, it starts with that track, and I can't remember. It's not as it's Nitro Youth Energy, um, and it's just got some. It's, it's really like, come on, we're all in this together kind mm -hmm. of vibe. Um, and there's loads of tracks like we're not the ones that, went, mm. you know, we're not the ones that quite collective, isn't the it? The nuclear bombs to ruin our lives, and there's like loads of lines like that. Come out and play was quite kind of yeah. Gotta keep them separated. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a track! Um, but yeah, just there's there's so many tracks on that, and then Green Day kind of to me was quite. There's like one man's like it was like a diary of how where he was living. Talking, he was talking about like you know, he talked about relationships and, and anxiety, and mm. he talked about masturbation yep <laughs> yeah it was a long view a long view that's yeah that's a great song um so it, and it was always quite um yeah, i don't know it just it seemed to be quite genuine that's the word i'm looking for yep. and real yeah, it had yeah, a it had a, definitely yeah. had a voice in the message yeah i think punk generally is on a broad term very political as well yeah mm. and sure. it can be for the for the for the most part but it could be very political on both sides if you understand what i mean so you can have very left politics. Mm. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah and you yeah. can have very, very right wing yeah. punk far bands right, as well. Yeah. Far right punk bands. Ah, okay. So, so what um, bands would they be? Um, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't be able to name them because don't listen to I've them never listened to. to them. Oh, but right, no, I understand right. what you mean. But yeah. if you watch any kind of documentaries about far right yeah. kind of politics or whatever, even like American History X, yeah, there's, there's yeah, other films. Uh, and yeah, there's, always, yeah. there's always a punk band playing in there. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So it's Crust that, punk. You, so you, it's that kind of, it straddles that line mm. and you're never sure whether, you, I mean, when I talk about getting into punk myself, I was never sure what I should get into or what I shouldn't get into in the sense of what the message was because I was yeah. too yeah. young to understand. I think, it's, I, think, I think that stems from the anarchy of it. Yes. yes. The anarchy that, of like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck everything. The yeah. fuck everything and fuck everyone is like the right wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apart mm. from us. And the, the, fuck, the, the fuck everything is, the, the sort of the left wing thing is like, actually you know consumerism and all that stuff yeah. let's, mm. let's, let's look at a different way of learning i mean like sublime were the one of the first bands yes, that I, where, yeah. I, where i heard <laughs> the word vegan because they were all vegan and they were um all um what they called um the x's on the hands straight edge straight edge so they were completely straight edge mm. um and and they're all vegan they had a vegan diet um and that was like you know yeah. late 90s um, ah. and that was more scar punk mm -hmm. absolutely yeah um, but I don't know, Offspring Smash. And then we, as I said, come, come back to Weezer. Weezer for me was- Blue Album. Brilliant, Blue <sighs> Album. Just because, again, it sound, it, the sound of it was like raw. Yeah, it was quite, um, he was singing about himself and, and, and love and like, but it was quite kind of geeky. And I kind of quite like that idea that it could, you could, don't have to look a certain way. If you yeah. look at all those punk bands, they all look different. They don't mm. look like front men. I mean, Dexter Holland has- like what is he plotted dreads he did yeah, you know, long, yeah. Dreads, <laughs> long dreads um billy jamson looks kind of like a guy you'd see delivering pizza yeah that's really bad um towards pizza. but and, and rivers cuomo looked like a, you know had his glasses on looked like and but they were writing songs that kind of meant something and had a purpose and had a, a realism but, and, to him and they knew it and he was comfortable with it as yeah. well mm -hmm. it wasn't like he was like oh i'm really uncomfortable with the fact that he yeah. he Played on the fact that he was his just geeky yeah. guy. I mean, if you look, the, the front cover of the Blue Album. I mean, they they look like they Great. look like our dads. They're dressed yeah, yeah. in like you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything <laughs> about them. I mean, but that is a phenomenal album from oh, start to finish. Is that the one with my name is Jonah? Yeah, yes. my name is Jonah. Oh, yeah. Sweat song. Yeah. Right I remember yeah. like Buddy Holly sweat song. Oh yeah, but the yeah. songs I love on that. Say it ain't that album. so. Say it ain't yeah, so. And it, yeah. only in dreams. I think oh. it's such a great track. Oh, but I found, funny enough, Sorry. actually, I was reading today, you know, we did that barbershop quartet thing at the beginning. Yeah, I went yeah, back yeah. and heard it. Apparently, before they went to the studio, he, him and uh, the guitarist, I think it's Brian Bell, 
want to say my uncle um, nope. my uncle yeah. um, they <laughs> apparently he him that him and Rivers Cuomo practiced barbershop quartet harmonies before they went in to record I found that really interesting because then you listen to the harmonies it does have it, a 60s vibe yeah, to it, yeah. doesn't it yeah. but, it's, but it's incredibly tight and yeah. you think god they must have practiced that and yeah it, it does have that, that exactly what I was going to say that kind of harks back to that kind of 50s rock and roll Sorry, yeah. does yeah. that make so, is that maybe where mm. the punks because you listen to some of the punk stuff especially on the rancid and out came the wolves there's a there's a lot of stuff that harks back to the clash then the clash would hop back to like that 50s rock and roll yeah how it's played well rancid yeah. have got um, a very very you know clash style yeah clash style yeah big time because they've got that reggae influence <clears throat> yeah yeah definitely as well yeah. um so they're they're, they're 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 my three albums that i kind of got into I'll be honest with you. I went back after when we talked about doing this. I went back and started like listening to loads of stuff that I used to own, but I don't know where they've gone now. Maybe it's well, we'll I'm, find out in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> where, yeah. When I'm when I moved out, but I remember buying. I had yeah, Offspring, Smash, mm-hmm. Green Day, Dickie, Rancid, and Outplaying the Wolves, um, and, and No Effects, uh, Punk in Drublick, and Weezer. They were my five punk albums. Cool. I like That's, it. They're great. That's but that, that obviously I didn't get it in the time. That was just like me going. Mm, oh, yeah. they've named literally. They've name checked someone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go buy that. Yeah, <laughs> there was no, there was no streaming. There was no Spotify. There was no like, oh, let's see what it's like. I just bought it, and I'm glad I did. But obviously, I lost it now. I had to order all from on Amazon. I think. Uh, full did you lose like, it? Some, really? I, no. At some point <laughs> in this episode, I've I've actually bought a um brought. Sorry, I didn't buy it. I brought it with me. <laughs> a um Justin bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I bought oh. a case full of CDs. Now I'd say 95 percent of them are all mine. No, actually, no, that's a lie. I don't, I want ninety percent of mine, five percent of my wives because my wife's my wives my how wives. Many, how many? How many have you got? Oh, I've got a couple, <laughs> um, and and uh, some of them might be Justin's. But we'll open that in a minute because it's, it's really relevant to what we're talking about now. There's a oh, lot of punk in there. It's like this is your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, said, there's a lot of punk. Life. And I think there's two copies of Green Day Dookie in there. Yeah, so I think one of them Justin's. Um, yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. But there's lots of there's some lots of punk in there. We talk. We spoke about Nitro. Um, records. Yeah. I've got lots mm. of Nitro compilations because I was big into that. But we'll talk about that when I get to my. But, um, going back to the blue album, the front covers. Yeah. So blue album front covers. Yes, yeah, just like they said, they're just front of a blue screen, and they like you said, they just dressed normally. Like Smash had that kind of cool like skeleton. Yep. And I was like, oh, it just looked different. I'd never bought anything, you know, bar sort of the Nirvana in Nitro. I spoke about it. It's like it looked different. It had that kind of inverted skeleton look, and I was like, this looks, I don't know, creepy, but yeah, kind of cool. And then Dookie, that front cover, is like fucking so Where's busy. Wally? Yeah, oh, no, isn't yeah. It? you stare at it for ages. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Where's, where's, it is. And, and you, there, there's, there's so many things in that. And mm. I, I didn't write any of this down, but there's there, he asked the artist. There's a he sorry he employed an artist from where they came from, which is I think Barkley, Berkeley, but however you pronounce it, um, to do a drawing about all his favorite things. And he just told him all the things to put in there. So there's loads of like albums. There's little. There's people in there. Captures of people. Is there a monkey? Monkey on poo in his hand. Poo, yeah. yeah. Apparently the the, the um the title comes from um <laughs> them playing like loads of crap shows and eating shit food and Ben will relate to this uh, and maybe John and maybe me uh, and and actually the, the food being so shit that it caused them to have really bad diarrhea <laughs> oh, yes. and it was going to be called liquid yeah. do- dookie but they thought it was a bit too much yeah. so, so uh, yeah if you don't know what dookie shout is shout out to yeah. Morley's and Croydon <laughs> yeah. Morley's it's not there anymore and Subway, pizza Subway wherever I went crappy egg rolls that you bought oh, in Canada camp. Jesus Christ man <laughs> but so every band can relate to that now and when you I, it did make me laugh when I read that today I was like actually yeah I can kind of get that yeah. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's, that's where I'm at. And just quickly before Jamie goes, Jamie, like I said, not 94 
get this. So this is like first of first of February nineteen ninety four. Dookie came out. Um, eighth of um April ninety four. Offspring Smash came out. May nineteen ninety four. Weezer the Blue Album came out. Wow, amazing. That's like three months of Incredible. just, um, and and that's not including things like Soundgarden that came out at that time mm, and yeah. Stone Temple Pilots and whatever else came in '94. I think um, Bad Religion released a, uh, released an album, then then Rancid, like you said. I think Bad Religion released an album every every, every six months. Yeah, <laughs> so prolific. Uh, yeah. So prolific. Um, but yeah, I just got back into. I said I went into a wormhole. There's a really cool documentary that I found on YouTube. It's called One Nine Nine Four, Nineteen Ninety Four. Yeah, it's narrated. <laughs> by, narrated by Tony Hawk and oh, it's put nice. together and it's got everyone from Green Day to uh, to Offspring to Bad Religion to Pennywise to No Use for a Name Let all the bands talking oh, Blink. No Use for a Name Chris Shiflett yeah yeah Chris Shiflett so it's got all the main guys talking about the build up to that point in 1994 where Green Day released Dookie and it changed and uh, changed like the perspective because they went onto a major and sold massive amounts Offspring released um, Smash Root Epitaph and that is still the biggest selling debut album on oh no so oh, the big wow. selling album on a independent like 15 wow. million Holy 15 million fuck. copies that's that saved epitaph so if you watch that documentary really interesting because you've got the guy from epitaph and i can't remember his name bread grits, grits, grits yeah grits. talking about how that one album changed the whole perspective of of, of uh, epitaph and saved it wow. um before they were selling like pennywise cds to australia yeah <laughs> <laughs> and there were and uh they, they were you know they were sinking their um bands music they they did it for free they just gave it away to these um skate punk videos because they saw that actually people were buying the songs through that which i thought was really clever he just yeah. went i'll oh, just have them if you want stuff just take it yeah there was no i'll oh, sign the contract there's licensing and because he saw a little hole in, he's really really interesting guy the guy who ends epitaph i thought it was you know and to me that was quite inspiring watching that back and going actually you can fucking do it just go go and do it and he just did it and i was just like that's again to me that's what punk means mm -hmm. go and do it yeah, get off yeah, your arm. Get off your jacksie. Do it, jacksie. So yeah, there's there's my um. Yeah. Just do it. There we just go. Do just do it. Just do it. Okay, I, I can confirm no, as well. There's two copies of Dookie in here. So one of them is yours, Justin. I've ordered it now. It's so in here. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in. It's in the case of many dreams. The case of many dreams. So Jamie, what, what punk for you? Punk for me was um a really big part of my musical um what's the word discovery um genuinely. I kind of forgot how much of an influence it was on me until I looked through that. The reason why I bought a case of CDs with me is just for reference points of looking through that and thinking, um, I know one of them is yours, <laughs> but a lot of the purchases I know were mine. And it makes you realize there's probably 40 plus albums in there that are of that punk mm. genre. Um, <clears throat> I suppose the first time I really heavily got into punk was we went to the Green Day Nimrod show, Matt wow. Bazak and David Bazak, uh, Brixton. Oh, nice. Uh, and um, nice and outside there, I was given um, a CD. Uh, I've, I've found it on Spotify recently and it's literally saved my uh, <laughs> saved my life because I couldn't, I couldn't find the CD anywhere. It was like a free CD sampler yeah. handed out by Epitaph. Um, and it's this one called Punkarama 4. Oh, yeah. Um, in 1999 I think um, Nimrod came out in 99 as well so they're handing those out outside uh, and that sample album you can find it on Spotify just type in Punk O-Rama Volume 4 um, that changed my whole view on music and what I liked about music generally so I was already listening to Nirvana by then mm. um, really liked that kind of grunge stuff and this was like the kind of opposite in the way of the aggression the the, the tone the pace I think the pace for me is a one thing and that all stems from skating 
yeah. uh, Tony Hawk's that mm-hmm. kind of up tempo, that drum beat, which I've always wanted to get in one of our songs. And one day, Ben, we'll get it. <laughs> Damn <laughs> right, we'll get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, and that's like Offspring Smash, that kind of mm. that kind of yeah. drum um, sound. Your wish is my command. Going, <laughs> going through all of that, but I don't think I could sing that. I don't think I could sing that quickly, and it's very hard to play. Although Offspring Smash, if you listen to the drummer, he it's speeds up that. and slows down so <laughs> yes. much, um, but it's still probably pretty hard to play. Mm, yeah. um, and then on the album, um, the open track, um, Pennywise, fight it. And when I heard Pennywise, I was like, I love this band. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why do I love this band so much? Yeah, mm. and I think it's because I heard it on skate videos. Yeah, so I was into uh, um, aggressive inline skating and skateboarding. Um, we used to get those the VHS cassettes of those skate videos. They don't do them anymore, really. You get them on YouTube. It's not the same. There used to be these different, like, like um, different, I think it's Holy Grail was one of them. Loads of different skate videos. And you'd watch it because at the beginning of each skate scene, whoever was skating, um, you know, I, I can't think of names now of skaters. Gone blank. But anyway, yeah. it'd have the track underneath before they start skating. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, I have to remember that. But yeah. you couldn't just go on Spotify and go, oh, who's, you know, Pennywise Fire or, or Guttermouth or whatever. You couldn't do that. You'd have to go into a record shop and go into the singles and try and find them. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd never have the albums in most of the record shops for bands like, because I really like Guttermouth as well. Mm. They never had the albums of them. You would never be able to find that really unless you went into. Um, what do you call it? Like a more bespoke dealer yeah. in in records. Yeah. Um, and then Mill and Colin, I really got into, again, from that Punk Around Before soundtrack. A lot of it came from that Punk Around Before soundtrack. And if I read out who's on there, um, back then you're like, oh, whatever. But when you actually go through the people on there, um, so Pennywise, mm-hmm. um, Rancid, yep. um, The Bouncing Souls. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember them? <laughs> yeah, I do. Bad Religion. Yes. Um, Agnostic Front Fuck. was on there. Refused are on there. Voodoo Glow Skulls are on there. Mm. Gas Huffer, who are wicked. If you haven't heard them, they're fucking brilliant, but they're, not, they're quite obscure, but I really like them. Uh, Guts at Mouth. <clears throat> this is my voice. I'm, I'm getting emotional. and Colin, <laughs> No Effects, and there's loads. Pulley, loads of bands on there. Um, so yeah, so that was my... The f- guy handing that out changed your life. Yeah. Musical did, life. 100%. Musical taste, um, yeah. In the fact that I found something that I was really kind of I could really get into mm. and I could go and buy the album. Instant albums connection. For. You just yeah, thought, oh, yeah. And I felt, I felt more connected to that scene than I would do the grunge scene in a sense because mm. it was still quite close to... Quite present, wasn't it? Quite present, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously Offspring releasing more and more stuff, but bands like Guttermouth were a big influence. Um, yeah, Guttermouth are cool, man. Like, uh, it's, it's just it's really nice it's so nice like listening to you speak about this I know it sounds really like oh thank you <laughs> no it is because I mean you it's I think that's it's a that's exactly how music sort of is in a way the yeah. way that you kind of sort of get into something and it it's organic with you yeah, yeah absolutely organic way yeah. like some of those like did you like listen to the vandals as well yeah oh yeah. Adult, yeah. You know, yeah 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 just oh. freeze used drums for the vandals didn't he yeah. i mean I, I got quite obsessed with green day uh yeah. obviously from the nimrod lot and insomniac and, and dookie as well but i used to buy stuff like this in camden market I'm so, I'm so glad I still got this because it's absolute part of shit. <laughs> this is, um, and I thought, because when you're younger, you don't really understand the process of music being released. Mm. So anything with a band name on it, I thought was was a real deal. It's a <laughs> it's a Green Day album. Yeah. It's like a live, it's a boot. It's basically, this Bootleg. is like, this is pirating. It is uh, music, <laughs> music, music, music <laughs> pirate. It's height. 
So you want to have a look at that? We'll take a photo. Well, uh, yeah. No, but I used to love that sh- that stuff because um, that was at Camden Market. I remember going to Cam- Camden Market and and fi- and finding you just finding random bootlegs of mm. people who recorded stuff at shows. Yeah, and I remember I remember trying to find um there was there was always a Pearl Jam thing that escaped me and and I always wanted to find a Nirvana one where they played at Astoria. Oh, um, nice when I was looking for them and then yeah like you got into punk stuff I remember buying loads of bootleg stuff mm. yeah. I swear this yeah. guy is haunting me I d- I've opened the sort of inside of the cover and the first name that my eyes fixated on were, was was Michael Bolton <laughs> <laughs> why is Michael Bolton in there well I don't know I think there's, there's a list of um I don't know there's it's very just me rustling through there's this stuff in oh this. no it's a CD music order thing as well so you can actually order Different anything things. from Sisters of Mercy through to fucking hell that's quite but it's all boot. Is it all boot? It must be all bootleg. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So just ruffling, 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 rummaging, 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 rummaging through this CD wallet of destiny. Um, is that rival schools? Yeah, rival schools is there. But mm-hmm. deep thoughts is a nitro compilation. Okay, that'd be cool. Um, and I've got like the clash in here, um, the jam as well. Uh, what else have I got in here? Uh, well, I'll ignore that one. Um, just trying to find all the punk ones that I had. Dead sixties on Green Day. Green Day, <laughs> Poison the Well. It's not Poison. punk, but it's not punk. No, this is not all punk. Uh, Sublime, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You would class as that. Green Day again. Uh, pretty Fly for a White Guy single. Oh wow, <laughs> I had that as well. Um, I tell actually, you, no, I actually, I another I single that I bought that really got me into the idea of um, punk music and the f- more fun element, I suppose, of it because I didn't get into um, what's the word Blink One Eight Two, but one band I really liked was this band. A, oh, old like folks. A. Yeah. yeah, this Ooh. was this was 1999. Wow, the old folks are losers. And I, the reason why I remember this is because every summer from 99 to like 2003, 2004, I'd get home after like school broke up or uni finished, and I'd pump this. Seriously, <laughs> like, and I I literally okay. lost it for years. What, and what is it? It's A in the band A. Oh yeah. It's a song called Old Folks, and it's just like, it's, I'll play it in the car on the way home and check it out on Spotify. Um, Put it in the Jason playlist. Perry's a lovely guy, and he he can get the streams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he can get his 5p. But it's a really cool little kind of punk track. Oh, um, nice. yeah. But yeah, punk music for me was really important, and it still is today. I had a Mohican. I had a pink Mohican. Didn't I, Justin? Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, in a weird way, like I, I got into bits of it, and then I went elsewhere, which we'll talk about in other episodes. But yeah, J- Jamie got. I, I remember boring. Funny enough, boring. The borrower became the borrowee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to, yeah. I, I used to pick up some of the stuff, and I remember listening to the punk arm stuff. Also, I remember um, Jamie had a Victory Records sampler mm-hmm. that I don't know where he got from. <laughs> I think it was and then that was like again. We can talk about this probably later in another episode. That got me into fucking post hardcore on Thursday yeah. and Friday. Um, but um, and that that to me is still punk. Because yeah. the element of not giving a shit and just, just you yeah, know, Je- Jeff Rickley can't, he can, he's got a right voice, but he doesn't sing great, but you know, but he, he goes yeah. for it. And when he goes for it, you feel it. Oh, it's and very I think, emotive. I, I think that's, that, that, again, that thread runs through the, the music. Again, I've said this before that I still listen to today. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy going back and listening to all these like bands that I mentioned that documentary, the stuff that you talk, just talked mm. about. It's like, it's really quite good fun because you go, go back in and go, actually, what they were talking about, what they were saying was quite, it's still relevant now. I just think it has, yeah, it has, again, it has a resonance, a resonance, but it, it's dressed up in like, you know, the Blink-182 dressed up in like kind of frat boy, don't give a shit, 
American Pie yeah. is, run, is run around in the naked. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. That's why I couldn't really get yeah. into that. Yeah. But then, yeah. but if you go back in the the, the late the, the earlier albums, they they were they were they were kind of they were just on that cusp, and they mm. they were around at the same time as yeah, Green yeah. Day and They were inspired by those bands, so they went out and did it. Mm. I like that that mm. idea is that they didn't go and try and copy what they done. They took what Green Day's formula and made it more. Maybe made it more mainstream, maybe, or they took pop elements and made it. Yeah, made yeah. it and they wrote, They did write. I mean, I, again, I'm not a massive fan, but they yeah. they write catchy songs. You can't mm-hmm. deny that. Mm-hmm. You know what's major, and you can't stop singing that. You still hear again. You still hear that. Yeah. Um, whatever the other one is, all the, all small, the small things. things. Yeah. But even um, if you go back to like Cheshire Cat, and there's a song on there, song song on there called M and M's. Oh yeah, yeah. Which has got a really cool kind of like mm. it's, it's super fast. Yeah. The drummer, I think, when uh, he, S- tr- Scott something. Wasn't yeah, it? he left. Yeah. Um, was it once when they released Dude Ranch? Mm. Yeah, he left after that. Um, I mean, he was he was a punk drummer, wasn't he? Like, yeah, I know Travis yeah. Barker is amazing and mm. you know, yeah, yeah, has all those accolades, but you know that was just pure, just like yeah, definitely. It's so energizing, punk punk for me. Yeah, definitely, fully energizing. And obviously, we're talking about different eras because I love the Clash. Yeah, love them. I love the message Joe Strummer has. I love just love all of that. But yeah, that that kind of nineties, two thousands, that that punk for me is so energizing if i'm walking anywhere or if i'm feeling a bit shitty yeah shove it on hmm. beautiful especially when the sun's out yeah it's just that oh man that's what i mean the marriage of that music with skating and surfing and sun it's perfect isn't it? It just, oh man yeah. i don't know it captures something i yeah, just thought yeah, that's, yeah. i don't know I, I was doing a shit job today finishing off my work and i i put on some punk stuff because i knew you were listed but it, you're jamie's right it just i was like i got through my work quite quickly yeah and then i just sat back and just enjoyed it because i was like this yeah. is just this, i don't know gets you know in a good mood it does it does um, super good it makes you just want to pick up and play and just go and do stuff that's how i feel yeah it's, just, yeah. it's quite inspiring as in, yeah. in the in in its message and and its intent so yeah i think if you're not really i know you spoke about kind of albums that you'd recommend to someone who hasn't listened to punk music punk music i'll just say search in the epitaph punk arama compilation mm-hmm. because they're compilations for a reason they usually choose yeah. the tracks that they feel are variety are strong and there's a variety and then you can yeah. really branch off and find mm-hmm bands that you like from there because i would never have discovered gutter mouth um even melancholy and i would never have got into that mm. if i didn't have that punk rum compilation um gas huff all that kind deal, of stuff but what's nice about them yeah. as well is that i mean as a kid you could go to a cd shop and buy them and they were like dirt cheap as yeah, well that's it exactly. rather than spending yeah i mean i don't know 30 it was 30 bucks in, in oz but I, I guess over here what 12 pounds for a cd yeah, yeah about that yeah, yeah so i mean you could pick up a punkorama for what a fiver or something easily mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah i mean that was free that one yeah and so yeah, yeah they they and what i liked about um i suppose the, the epitaph and the, i suppose epitaph is if, as a label again it's on this documentary i'm quoting from it but i don't care just go and watch it it's really interesting it's really it's crap it's crappily filmed yeah it's like it has this thing at the beginning saying this hasn't been converted from QuickTime or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> but, and and the the sounds all over the place. But um, there's a there's a thing about um the guy from Epitaph, Mark, Mark, what's his name? Sorry, Brett. Brett, sorry, Brett. Mark. Oh, it's like Mark. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Um, so Brett, oh, hi, Mark. Brett, hey, Mark. Brett, <laughs> Brett, hi, Mark. Yeah, the room. Sorry, I was watching the room and then I watched it. Um, uh, yeah, he's he says the reason for him saying up Epitaph was this, this whole this whole dynamic of. The label calling the shots and he said why are we doing this punk music is about right you bands are doing the work how can we help you mm. and i'm like that is and that's how they they still perform now yeah they like, how, what do you want us to do oh you want that okay we'll see what we can do can we go hard and there was there was a lot of camaraderie there's a lot of um people working together so you know fat mike set up fat records but he worked sort of did a bit of work for epitaph and 
NoFX still released for Epitaph when he had Fat Records, which is really weird. But, mm. but he, he that allowed him to go, okay, I know what to do. I can sign up these bands and, and put that, like I said, Dexter Holland put up Nitro. And it was it wasn't competition; it was all collaborative and I, I, and a community, and I love that stuff. And I, I, that is sorely being missed mm-hmm. across across everywhere and across bands, you know. And I I think you know if you're in a in a band or you're a musician, it's about working together, not working against each other. And I think that's the sad state of affairs that we're in at the moment: is yeah. that people will shit on each other just to get someone to fucking click like or or, or stream or whatever. I just think if you just give everyone their dues and work together the place of music will be better and amen that's, that's my that's, that's my standpoint and and people can poo poo me and go oh, whatever that's but my, you're, that's my closing you're selfish, statement you're a selfish capitalist yeah. cunt if you think like that yeah <laughs> and don't no, cut that because it's but, true but unfortunately no i'm never, I'm never gonna cut that because it is true <laughs> unfortunately you're dealing with a different generation of musician it's controversial yeah. but true no no it's true but i think it still has a place that that that, that music still they still make it that brands are still releasing albums um offspring kind of are green day obviously are I know they're on majors. Epitaph are still releasing bands. I mean, like the um, last Fry sound was on Epitaph. That's true. Um, as uh, architects, was, as an architect, so mm. they're, they're, there are um, yeah, they and they still they still they haven't yeah they've obviously upscaled and they're bigger now, um, but they haven't changed their formula and I like that they haven't mm. like they they've refused to be bought out. They haven't sold out. Basically. Yeah, he was he yeah. was offered like of offspring smash era he was offered millions by um majors to to you know to work alongside and he turned that down mm. and, he, and there's a, in the documentary he says i kept going back to my wife going what have i done what have i done and he's like actually no and then you see all those people talking about the integrity that he had and i'm like and that's that's key mm. you can't buy that shit yeah no, true um so and he's probably making millions now he anyway, is making so. yeah exactly and he why well, he is but good mm. on him he's done it his, yeah. on his own terms yeah, mm. i'm not da- i'm i'm not dissing anyone who makes millions but if you do it on your own terms great yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that story that's more rewarding than having someone pay you it's true you know to, to, to do stuff and then you owe money and that'll be on our next podcast about entre- entrepreneurial skills <laughs> <laughs> did you want to um... <laughs> <laughs> that's going to sound random now I'm going to say this What's that? No, do, do you want to talk about any of oh sorry phase CDs no what? I don't no I thought, <laughs> I thought you were gonna okay. no there, I was, I was going to do like a, well it'd be nice at the end to, to do like a, a, a CD wallet kind of lottery or whatever and you kind of flick through ah, yeah. stop on the page and maybe talk about if we actually listen to that yeah. it's quite a good idea hopefully we'll land on some punk and not Avril Lavigne or McFly yeah, yeah. which is definitely in there um, not mine but um, we could do that later but yeah I mean for, you know what I'll do is I'll put a little kind of quick video of me flicking through that so you can see what was in there because there is a lot of punk in there I haven't mentioned half the bands that I was into um, it's so broad I think um, I totally there's a lot, a lot of punk bands out there that don't get noticed. In fact, we played with Mill and Colin, didn't we? We yeah, were lucky enough to go to mm. Canada um, and play and Rise, Rise Against, Against and Mill yeah. and Colin. And playing with Mill and Colin for me was more of a impressive thing than Rise Against because I grew up on Mill and Colin. Yeah, sure. I agree. Uh, I'm with stuff. you on that because um, I knew that song from the Tony Hawk days. Yeah, but I didn't really know any Rise Against at mm. the time. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't listen to them. But they're great. Was, yeah, I mean, and they were nice guys as well. From what I yeah, remember, yeah. That was it. I mean, talk about that experience quickly. But it was nice, yeah. <laughs> nice to nice to play somewhere we'd never, obviously, none of us had ever been before. Um, but to watch a a scene, it was, again, it was heavily that punk. Was punk. It was, was punk yeah. Still, yeah. but to watch uh, and just how wish it was we driving. were <laughs> seven, was seven <laughs> yeah, the time, you know, yeah. there was like whatever seven and a half thousand, ten thousand people there. Um, and yeah, it was just well, it was a, bit, it was a massive mix, wasn't it? It's great. Oh, it was All a big mix. Unsigned yeah. bands, but also punk bands. But the, I said the punk 
ethic was there, the ethos. I mean, the, the festival was underneath a fucking flyover. What mm. was it called? Um, but, uh, Envol en Makata. That was it. Yeah. I think that was French, one of the best. I think if, if, if you're lucky enough to have that, you know, in the city or in or where, yeah, where you yeah, live, yeah. man, amazing. Because it was that, it the was punk great. we're talking about is the punk that was mainly featured mm. at that festival. And that was... Well, and going back to this documentary, and yeah. then we'll go on. Yeah, 1994. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that inspired me the most about it is that your 1994 um, is that um, the, uh, the, um, uh, the guys who started that kind of punk scene, they didn't, they, they had the idea of there was nowhere to play nowhere yeah. to play so they just hired a warehouse hired a PA and just started putting bands on and that encouraged the scene and then there were more punk bands that were formed blah 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 if everything goes to shit with corona I'll, I'm happily going to start looking for somewhere to put venues yeah man and put stuff on yeah. because that is important to me actually having a place that any bands can turn up and play and be shit but there'll be somewhere to play so, yeah, yeah. Is, is quite was quite inspiring could be onto something there. could be onto something but it was in a, apparently it was in a shit hole in a warehouse. And they Something put it on. Those people, yeah. you know, people didn't turn up for the first few, but then mm. people turned up and they got, you know, a bigger sort of an audience from that. So I, I, there's always a place for it. Those kind of no stories are inspirational, like Dis- Discord Records as well. Yeah, was, was well, born of that, yeah. born of punk. Really. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a great kind of genre, um, and it does span. Obviously, you might get people listening to this thinking, "Oh, it's not punk." Hmm. Well, it is. I mean, it's not punk as as in its original form, but then what is punk in its original form? There's so much debate around that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's got a long line of heritage. It definitely it? has. Um, so yeah, I think uh, to me is this again going back to the clash. And I never really got into them till later. Yeah, mm. like London Calling's amazing, but you, you, I didn't really get into it. You know, around that time, it was a lot later sort of late yeah. but I would have gone probably. back to like Ramones as well yeah. I would have listened to say Pennywise or something or read, read in, read in the yeah. magazine an interview with someone from a punk band mm. of the 90s and 2000 and they'd mention Ramones yeah, yeah. and be like okay I go back to Ramones mm. yeah, and so you could kind of hear that influence so yeah. and it's like with grunge they mention a band and you go and check them out That's, and yeah, you know exactly it, yeah. 90% of the time that band's shit mm. <laughs> well you don't really like it <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then yeah. there's that 10% you're like oh yeah because I, I really I prefer the Ramones I mean I, I don't like the Sex Pistols yeah um, I listen to them quite a lot because I think you have to kind of listen to stuff that influences the genre you're into um, and I tried to listen to them and it was more of a forceful listen yeah whereas yeah. the Ramones I really got into it's um, more enjoyable isn't it? it's more enjoyable they're more interesting I think mm. as as a kind of um, what's the word unit as a unit yeah I suppose so mm. um, and I bought like box set Ramones box sets I've got and stuff like that and I just I just find that interesting have you got the Ramones anthology yes yeah that's one I have yeah the CDS like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like it's got like three it's got like fake little pin badges yeah. Front. yeah yeah I've yeah got that but anyway, yeah, that's that's a good old HMV back yeah, in the day. True. I suppose, like looking back at um, or in filling time, um, <laughs> looking back at you knocking the box over. Oh, um, Ben's knocking. Maybe it was me. Over, wasn't it? I was just mention, uh, thinking about um, Rob from Lockjaw uh, Records and, and Darko and, and and what they've got there. And and, and I remember talking to him at, um, when we did a, a sort of record label showcase thing in Aldershot, in Aldershot West End Centre. Big up to Barney over there. Um, but he's um, gone. He's gone. But he's still there. He's, he's <laughs> spirit. spirit. Um, um, he he just was just telling me stories about you know them getting jumping in a van and touring and, and and for two weeks. But there are venues there, and and there is a scene of punk in Europe that you, you can go and play to, and there'll be people there, not just two people, you know, a couple of hundred people. Same if you look at band band like Wonk Unit, 
um, who are from Croydon. Um, they, they've got their, their ethos is, is is all punk, but again, they they're playing shows. They're playing with Less Than Jake. Wow. On tour, but they they, they constantly they're, they're touring, but they they're, they're continually doing stuff, and so there is a market for it. Um, it doesn't have to be like glaringly obviously on Spotify or, or mm. shoved in your face via magazines, but it's that it's there. There is that underground is music scene is always there. That's which the thing. Is inspiring. I think people judge judge uh, popularity too much on number of streams. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Of course, of it course. means it means fuck all when it really annoys me. I know, it's true. Like that Spotify wrapped thing. I know. Bullshit. Don't oh, care. Know. Every year. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like oh, you know, wow, we've got 50,000 or 100,000 streams. And you're like, it doesn't really equate to much because that could be a few people listen to it X amount of times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... It's you, true, but it's hard not to get caught up in that because of course. It's, mm. it's just that the way that system works, we're going deep now because the way that system works is we are so... Um, trained on numbers and competitiveness and statistics and competitiveness yeah. and like it's not the having more numbers be, having more of something is better than not mm. having as much as something that means it's better quality I mean that equates to better quality that's yeah. the equation you give it's them. almost that's quality quality rather than quality that's yeah. because yeah. that's because Spotify have created um, an audience expectation rather than something that should be mm. like you can't like people will say because obviously we're on Spotify as a band mm. And people and say, this, oh, and this podcast. Yeah, and this podcast. <laughs> but this is fine because, yeah. no, no, you know, fine. this is fun. It's but a bigger reach. We're, we're, uh, being in a band, you, you know, we're on Spotify and it's, mm. and of course, it's very hypocritical to slag off a service that you're part of. But unfortunately, it's impossible not to be part of that service mm. um, in the current kind of state of music. I'm guilty of it. I have a Spotify account. Yeah. Because I do, because that's, uh, you know, I've moved with that consumerism and yep. I don't, I don't like myself for it, but Spotify have, have now got the stronghold on that massively. Mm. Yeah. You can't escape that grip. I don't it's think. It's just the way the system has yeah. been created. And I think if you're lucky enough to be on an independent label that has the money to produce vinyls for you and t-shirts and CDs mm. and brilliant. Yeah. Good one. But financially it's difficult at the best of times. Mm-hmm. So Fuck you, Spotify. <laughs> fuck you, Apple Music. Yeah. This fuck is where your, we get pulled. Fuck your Spotify. yearly wraps. <laughs> share the wealth. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. Yeah. Share the wealth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I don't know. I just, that was my punk rock moment, by true. the way. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go and listen to Spotify in a minute. Uh, it's true. <laughs> well, no, everyone, we all, we all, you're right. We all, ha- we all have it because it's but the I only still way buy music. To, yeah, no. So, yeah, and so do I. Um, even if it is for £5 on Amazon. <laughs> I don't care for five CDs um, because I just like having it there to... to the physical. To, to physical yeah. thing. Um, but even... Um, looking at i can't remember who i was listening to uh, there was again a podcast we're talking about how how netflix operate mm. should that mold could potentially should be used within the music industry no one's ever thought about doing it because netflix will then you'll pitch an idea yeah, to netflix yeah. they'll give you money to make it and then they'll distribute it for you therefore you're you're generating some form of income whereas all you're doing with spotify is putting stuff up potentially for free and then getting 0.006p back um yeah. if you're on you know an artist and if you're lucky enough to get up to a certain amount you get you know whatever 90 pound every three months well there's that yeah i mean if, if that and there was like um i think it was sam christmas sent it to me there's another thing called like fair play fm mm. and of course like it's hard to reap that kind of financial benefit from streaming anyway it's just generally it's not a good money maker for, an, for a musician it is for the streaming company 100 mm. percent because they're sub-based but this company um he's like oh you know because I was, I was joking around the 0.06p or whatever it is on our um, Instagram and he messaged saying, you know, you can go Fair Play FM, uh, whatever it is, I think it's Fair Play FM, mm. and they give you one P per stream. <laughs> and like, we were laughing about it because 
<laughs> it's more than 0.006p, <laughs> but it's still a penny yeah. <laughs> a stream, which equates to fuck all. Like, literally, <laughs> like, when I used to buy singles, they were £1.99. Yeah. You get a number one single, you're selling like 20, 30, 40, whatever, 50,000 of those, and you're making money and you're earning a living. Talking about bands like that, like Funeral for a Friend, for example, who sold out Shepherd's Bush, Shepherd's Bush Empire recently. Mm-hmm. Full-time jobs. True. Mm. Yep. Guitar, guitar, and Epsom. So it's like, man, yeah. the music industry's fucked. Just have fun. That's it. And that's what it's <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. Then, there's no then, other choice. You got to just have, have fun. Yeah. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. This, yeah. the, the, if making you, it is just a. But but in in itself, you know, you know you make, making it and, and monetizing it is it should be the last. Your last true, of course. True. That's yeah. a bonus um, if it yeah, happens. Yeah, no, of course yeah. it is. And there's um, I, there's a I think there's a it's a Patty Smith quote. I can't remember. I'm going to be do it awful justice but it's about um you know um having your currency is not about how much money you're making the currency is about the integrity and the honesty of the work you're yeah. putting in and you're you're putting out 100%. even if you're experimenting by playing nose flute and farting down a microphone at least you're being honest yeah, at, at the least, same time at least if, if that's what you believe in that's what you want to put out yeah and you know that's that that's your choice we shouldn't be determined by like you say end of end of year Oh, reviews. you've done this end of year reviews, or <laughs> oh, only only three people listening to you. What, whatever. That's yeah. that to me. That's I don't know. That negates the point point of listening to music. Yeah, or making music. Or making. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you make music for the purpose of having your end of year rap saying you've had a, a million streams, fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it really, true. it really yeah, is. It really I mean, is. obviously, it's nice to have the recognition that X amount of people are listening to your music. So I suppose on the analytics front, tracking who's listening hmm. or tracking how many people have listened or followers or listeners, et cetera, et cetera. It's great. But I'm, I'm here to question, is it true? <laughs> because you have extra people buy streams. Yeah. I mean, people buy, I don't know, followers yeah. they? on, on Instagram and yeah. Facebook. People buy streams. I mean, yeah. how genuine is that? Mm. Um, but, it's, but, but then it's like, we're going John into- John is very quiet. Today. I was going to say, John is very quiet because you're just for a shit, everyone. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> was it good? to escape that one. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah, amazing yeah, shit. Cool. Um, but even <laughs> if a nice environment, for, no, for, did for you it, put the, toilet's, the yeah. seat's broken? Sorry, right. Justin. <laughs> when I was just talking about <laughs> streams and, and Spotify, and, and then we'll move back to punk. But what I don't understand and how this equates, if you get put and if you want to tell me I'm wrong or if people know better than me, then that's great. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm just asking the question here. And it's not about, that's what you guys is for people are listening. If you're listening, if our 66 downloads are true, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're true. They're definitely um, true. If you put get placed onto a playlist that has ten thousand followers, then what they do, and again, if I may be wrong, but what they do is they go, "How many tracks are on this playlist of ten thousand? Divide that by the amount of bands, then suddenly your monthly listeners goes up because you have been put on that playlist. Yeah. All it is is doing you putting you in a shot window rather than that of course. back in a, in that a bucket. That's definitely how it works. Which doesn't make that doesn't mean they're all listening to you. It means they have the potential to. Yeah, and that's fucked up. Of course it is. That's like false. Exactly, Ben. Pulled away the curtain because I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> this now, should be the beginning of the episode. Now everything, <laughs> now everything's fucked because that. Do you know what I mean that doesn't make any? Because again, we've this, we've done this. We've been put on like playlists. Um, uh, that you know, I say I have five hundred followers, and, and I've watched it go up within seconds. And I'm like, that is not. That's you not. You can't tell me that all those people are suddenly mathematically listening to that. correct. No, no way. Yeah, it's just because that playlist has 500. But they've yeah. divided 500 by 10 or so whatever. So it's um, what do they call it? And uh, computer language algorithmic algorithmic. Yeah. But also, software. it doesn't. I just what what bugs me is that 
again that spotify rap thing <laughs> when people post it i fucking hate it like when people post it and it's like if you do it great fine i know you're very proud but <laughs> when people do it it's like oh look how many look how many fucking streams i've had it's like popular look, how, look how popular i am mm. yeah but what does that equate to does that an equate ego, to them turning up to your show a nice ego group. because i guarantee you, if you've had a million streams okay a million people aren't going to turn up to your show <laughs> not even a thousand people are going to turn up to your show 30 40 10 <laughs> let's go backwards yeah. it doesn't equate to anything so what is the point of it just makes you feel it doesn't good even for equate a day. to any financial to, gain to me to me this, this is this to you to, to <laughs> me to you it's <laughs> <Mary. laughs> rest in Sorry, peace yeah. um it's like uh, well, our daughters go to me and Jamie. I've got daughters. They're in. They're in the first year of reception year of school. It's like daughters. Daughters. Oh, sorry. It's like. It's like. It's like going back to primary school and you get a certificate for fucking drawing a circle. It's what it you is. come home with it, girl, yeah. and you're proud of them. You're like, I'm so proud of you. But I know you've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> but I've rewarded you for that certificate because you've done it in front of me. And that's mm. what it's like. Yeah. It's like I might as well go pin it up. And say, Mum, I've got eleven point eleven point eleven k listeners yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Are you proud of me? So what are we saying like, here? Are we saying, what's, what's the point? Let's just get what's, rid of Spotify. We're saying, what's the point? doesn't mean, it. what does it actually equate to? There's but we nothing can't, we, tangible We've got too it. deep into Spotify yeah. as a society and as globally. I think it's the worst thing happened to music. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's so deep, as we're saying, Bring it's so Napster. deep, it's ingrained. Yeah. Therefore, you can't get rid of Spotify. As no. a musician, you can't avoid really being on Spotify. Well, you, you probably can. Um, but it, it helps in the sense of it's what people use now mobile mm. phones and and I mean we're lucky enough to well not lucky enough because we're not lucky but we still buy music do you yeah. think then this is a conspiracy I just thought of then oh here we Spotify. go Spotify that's mo like most conspiracies <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 this is a theory I've just thought of so Spotify it being a massive mainstream platform for yeah. music yeah. and obviously with the po polit political stuff happening now they're obviously trying to cut down the left and the creativity yeah. side of things always have do you them. think this has been like a plan where let's build this platform where it fucking kills it from the inside out it becomes the biggest thing we'll put loads of money to it so all the bands will have to go there there's no option and we can just give them fuck all for it but what it but it's it's, classic, I mean. but it's classic capitalism because it, yeah. it's, it's essentially the like biggest it's, company yeah. that owns everything you have to use it to get anywhere it's how, like it's, it's that's like, exactly what I'm trying to say, but I wasn't saying how, how, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like airline flights. Yeah, you can only go on BA or Virgin to certain places. Yeah. you can't go anywhere else unless you get the boat or you swim. I really Fuck. hope people are listening to this bit because <laughs> we're like 78 minutes in, and this is the best bit of the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> but this is initiated from punk. The punk ideal yeah. are literally go out and do it. Does it? Does, did they think about making money? No, they fucking like I said they didn't. Yeah, they probably have now, but they didn't. They think that wasn't their. Their, their forethought wasn't I'm gonna I want to do this to make money and you, you can watch that documentary and it's it's filmed in like 96 97 so they're not it's not blink when they're where they are now or mm. it's Green Day after his you know breakdown or whatever he had um he, he was just he just said all we want to do is write songs and, and put them out we didn't care if anyone listens to them we just liked the, the fact that um is Operation Ivy who's Tim Armstrong's mm. first band oh they were on that this really tiny label that that wanted to put our record out or wanted to you know help re us release it and all they did by releasing it is, but whatever, fingered a few CDs for them. Yeah. And they were happy with that. 
I think I, that's yeah, nice. That's that's, that's like a lot of a lot of things about punk is you are creating opportunities for yourself by just working very hard. Yeah. Mm. Whereas Spotify have the fucking arrogance to say, oh, we're gonna have a, a playlist cur- curator for rock, a playlist cu- hip hop for rap, and if you, we don't like you, you're not going on the fucking playlist mm. because we we, deter- we we create opportunities for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. fuck off. Yeah. You create opportunities for the biggest artists because they're the ones getting played on radio already. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, also they create they they create playlists to, to just to put bands on that have X amount of monthly listeners. So if you've got ten thousand monthly listeners, they're going to put you on a playlist because it's going to generate them income. It's not generating yeah. new yeah. income; it's generating yeah. them fucking. Of course income. it is. Yeah. So it's just it's just a, a big cycle of shit. Wake um, up, so, people! Yeah. Wake up! So I've, I think I've ranted over what I'm trying to say. Let's <laughs> no, do quick takes then. Quick takes well, of quick, the last quick quick takes of what what Jamie said. Yeah, is I think it's really important that live music stays live because actually playing your music in front of people even if it's to two people is important and, and just going out and doing it rather than just releasing it on for me that is for mm-hmm. f- releasing on stuff is good but nothing beats watching a band I agree I was going to ask this this next question actually but Ooh, okay. deep in, like the first band you watched live but we haven't talked about that yet but um, I remember watching you know just, you watch bands at Astoria I remember watching bands at Brixton Academy and it just you know that feeling you get from watching them play or even watching bands in Fighting Cocks and uh, unsigned bands you know I remember when we watched um, Loose Tooth when they played with us at the Sanctuary Bar in Basingstoke and we oh, were yeah, like man. fuck blew us away great really cool and and that feeling sometimes is lost because people care about oh did you bring any people have you bought 30 mm. oh yes oh, have you bought um, 25 you know have we made it fuck off just, yeah. just, just play and that's what I like about that documentary they just set up a venue they didn't give a shit who came they just was like, we're just going to put some bands on. The bands watched the bands for the first two months and then it started yeah. up a scene. It started people going, I want to be in a band. I want to do that. Mm. And it, it inspired people and it wasn't it a competition. domino effect. Don't be in competition. Yeah. Collaborate. Over to Jono. Jono. <laughs> so my quick take for this. this uh, I can't speak today. That's okay, mate. I, mean, I know we people all, would argue we all. that I can't speak anyway, but um, I'm just going to say specifically tonight, fizzy favourite rainbow pencils from the co-op. <laughs> Don't eat the whole pack in one sitting. Give you the shit. Oh, did you poo-poo? Well, we all know it. He poo-pooed rainbow. He poo-pooed he plastered yeah, he across the airwaves. That's true. He poo-pooed the rainbow. <laughs> he did the poopy. Um, my quick take is buy buy music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't fucking, buy. Just buy it. Don't buy it in digital it's not, platform either. Go physically. Take your bloody Jaxi into a, a, a record shop because there's plenty of them around. Yeah. Where obviously, um. Southwest base, but you know Kingston has banquet, banquet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, banquet, banquet, yeah, um, which is brilliant. And um, you know, banquet don't just support obviously the sales of records and so forth. There's so much more than that. Mm. But you know, you take yourself up to to Camden and, and Soho around there, and there's still independent record shops which you can go in and and, and buy stuff. And it's mm-hmm. there's something nice about physically being in a record shop and yep. going through the stuff. smell. I mean, I know. I mean, I like records, but I know people like CDs, and that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Revolution Records and Stevenage as well. But yeah, Revolution but, yeah. Records, yeah. but again, someone like Banquet, someone like Revolution Records, some of those record shops, they are doing it. They're doing what they want to do for themselves. They're not. Yeah. They're yeah. not. Yeah, they they promote some big albums, but they'll do. They'll promote bands that I've never fucking heard of. Mm. And yeah, absolutely. I'll get into bands because Sorry. I'm like Banquet have put them on or said, "Oh, this album's coming out," and I'm like, oh, "This sounds quite good." Or they do an end yeah. album list. I always like to read. Yeah. Um, pick, pick up to John. John I think um, I think mm-hmm. I think streaming can be a good point of discovery. I don't want to yeah, I don't want to totally okay. poo poo everything to you do can with see its the point. I think it's a good yeah. point of discovery, but mm. discover and buy. 
Yeah. Well, that should be the motto of Spotify. <laughs> Discover and buy. Yeah. You can listen to the fucking album once. Once. <laughs> or put a limit on it. Yeah, yeah. Go and fucking, if you want it, exactly. go and fucking buy. In fact, oh that's shit, they could one. do that. Limit the album. So just play a couple like, of tracks. I mean, if it's a new 1975 album, that can fuck off. <laughs> Don't buy that shit. But you could, <laughs> you could limit it. So you could listen to the album once. Sorry, now this album is blocked. You can't stream it anymore. Mm. Go and buy it. Although someone will probably pirate it anyway and put it somewhere. True. Nice thought. Just buy music. Yeah. But going back yeah. to like Spotify, going back to Spotify, I mean, we've actually been off it, but obviously Spotify. Spot more about Spotify than punk. Oh, we, have, yeah. we have to. But no, so <laughs> for example, rock. I was listening to AFI today, yeah. like I have done probably for the last month. And obviously when you're actually on the artist's profile and you scroll down, they've got obviously like artists. Yeah. Mm. But, Sometimes that's fucking bullshit. Oh, Excuse my language. Because mm. like, for example, there was Aiden. Aiden popped up. And I don't know if anyone knows Aiden, but yeah. I mean, they're probably one of the, historically one of the worst fucking bands ever. And the guy is a fucking nonce What's psycho anyway. William something. William psycho. <laughs> goth. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I don't say that because, you know, oh, you just, you I used to, I used to love paint, painting my nails. Um, but <laughs> when you were, were to buy a CD and you took out the in sleeve of the CD mm. and you would go use a paint <laughs> I love paint on that yeah no, no, that's quite that. uh, the fact you just it was grunge like, wasn't it you probably the... went there and you went grunge I don't want to say that I just no I, got, I, I, I think I think I think the goth scene is one of the most amazing scenes out there but anyway that's, sorry. that's for another, another story I wasn't laughing at that no 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 that. I was laughing at the fact how you went really angry and then you went back yes yeah, <laughs> um i think it was it's repentance it's repentance it's these sweets all right carry on carry on sorry so because we need to really wrap this up this is like I, nearly an hour and a half long right. so that's, that's, you would yeah. pull out the cd inlay inlay yeah. or you know whatever insert but insert whatever you pull out the insert <laughs> but you could then go and look at the thanks yeah they used to tour together and it wasn't like oh Fucking AFI touring with bloody, Aiden. you know, corn or something Aiden. like that. Yeah, well, Aiden. Aiden. <laughs> fuck Aiden. Um, it was bands that, you know, like Tiger Army, for example. And that's how I discovered Tiger Army was through looking at, an, you know, yeah. the in-sleeve of an AFI ah. CD. And I think that's a lot more... Is that because they thanked that band? Yeah, but they right. thanked those bands because they probably shared the stage with them. They yep. might have shared a two bus with them. Yep. They were yep. on tour together. And obviously, I think bands used to play... Like like minded bands or like sounded bands used to play a lot more together than mm. these days, where it's just like fucking mishmash bosh, you know, all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my take. Good, cool, man. Thank you, yeah. Ben. Thank you, everybody. Anything to add to that? Yeah, uh, we're we talking about punk still or Spotify. Yeah. Oh right, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. fine. This is season one, by the it's way. Right, it's fine. You don't have to. It's, it's just, no, you, you don't. To add it's not fine. like you have to add anything. I think. Oh, it's whispering. As conspiracy is coming to close. I am actually all right. I yeah, mean, okay. right there. <laughs> cool. Well, should we just quick punk tracks? Uh, one, one punk track to listen to quickly. Okay. One punk. We'll do track. that. Or just just, oh, one, just one thing man. you think you love. I, I I went back and listened to Rancid and Out Came the Wolves, and the the track that I keep playing now is Eleventh Hour. It's got um the the line um. Um, oh God, I can't remember it. It's really annoying, but it's it's essentially saying, um, do you know where? The, oh, do you know where the power lies? Who pulls the strings? Do you know the power lies. The power lies with you and me. And I'm like, that Ooh, is yeah. fucking deep. Ooh. And I'm like, I've I, I, that track has always eluded me. And when I listened to it, cause it kind of, I don't know. But I heard that the other day, and I was like, that is so deep. And I love, I, I just, I don't know, stuff like that is like lovely little pleasant surprise in an album that I didn't, I bought, and I didn't think. I thought it was all right at the time, and now I'm like well into it. Anyway, 
Okay, if you want a um, real summer, so sunny today, and I think everything I've spoken about, um, just find a punk armor and pick from there. But the one track I want you to pump as loud as you can is A Old Folk, oh, Old Folks by A. Okay. Put that on the playlist for this yeah. episode. Yeah. What's the, what was the one you just said? So 11th Hour by Rancid. So what song? 11th Hour. Oh, sorry. Rancid. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, we, I thought it was the album. Am I speaking a different language, Ben? <laughs> uh, 11th Hour by so, Rancid. These, Which one? It's fine. <laughs> These two songs have been a place. My one, uh, Try Honesty by Billy Talent. Okay. I love it. Can't put it on the playlist though. Tr- why not? I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Is it called Honesty? Try Honesty. Oh, try Honesty. Okay. Try honesty um, yeah. I'm going to go with AFI, mm-hmm. obviously. Clove, Smoke, Catharsis is off Black Cells and the Sunset. Nice. In fact, just give that whole album a go. What I might yeah. do is, because we did a, um, a playlist for the grunge episodes yep. called Good Grunge. Mm-hmm. Which is quite a lot. It's like twenty tracks from there. I've made it oh, so okay. I've made it so everyone can collaborate to it, but no one's collaborated to it, guys. So come on, has, add, add has to it. Come it. out yet? Technically, well, doesn't we're speaking? Well, it has. It's been out the grunge one. No, no, no it hasn't. Why it's, do you it's tomorrow, isn't no, it? Yeah, it's tomorrow. But it doesn't tomorrow matter because this recorded. comes out after the grunge one. <laughs> you fucking idiots! <laughs> <laughs> we're ruining the illusion. The curtain has <laughs> been pulled down like, twice. I was literally so basically I was right the whole time. So I'm talking like the grunge ones come out. Oh, I know it comes out tomorrow. That's so true. Can you believe this? Jono didn't say anything because he knows. These boys are just... I know. He's been silly boys. Basically, when you listen to this, the grunge one's already been out. But because we're recording it, it's coming out tomorrow. But then no one oh. can collaborate on it. We don't know if anyone's collaborating on it because we're talking no, about it No, I mean you in the room. No one's collaborating to it. I put a track on there. Okay, you've one oh, track. I... I all, I, all the tracks I wanted oh, are on t- there. You're talking about me? Yeah, all of you. I said, <laughs> I two of the audience. audience. No, no. <laughs> I thought, no, the audience like, can't collaborate. I'm going to make, right. so it's made okay. so you, as in you people in the room with me, like can collaborate. How, how, how do you find but it? But no one's collaborated on it. How, anyway. How do I find it? Let on me repeat. just go back. Let me, on repeat. I, I'm so... Let me go back to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grunge. We'll do a good a good punk one as well. Yeah, Playlist. And we'll put loads on there rather than just... Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Because I've really enjoyed after doing these episodes. <laughs> before we had being sarcastic. No, no, no. I have really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed. <laughs> after these, no, no. I said this the other day when we, we did it. After these episodes, I, I really enjoyed going back and listening to stuff that you guys all talked about. Yeah. And it really like kind of, you know, from the Smashing Pumpkins to, to Ash to, you know, the Linkin Park stuff we talked about to the Pixies to, you know, all the things we spoke. I, I just, yeah. I went back and listened to them and had a, you know, I didn't have an, I still have an appreciation, but it kind of, I was like, oh, actually, I, I yeah. love this now more because yeah, yeah, you've yeah. spoken about it. Um, so yeah, cool. this anyway. captured a lovely moment in time of us having nice conversations. Yes, let's wrap it up. Show- Come on, I need to go and talk about the silver <laughs> chair. All right, so next episode we're going to be talking about post grunge. Yes, yes. So tune in for that one. Um, John is going to love that one. I think he's going to talk about Australia again. <laughs> I'm going to be all over it. <laughs> Big up Australia. Big up Australia. Also, so, in case people don't know. Yeah. yeah, we'll come and do a live podcast over there. Oh yeah, we'd love yeah, we'll, to. We'll, absolutely, yeah, Brisbane. we'll be over soon. Maybe it'll be like Pennywise. We'll go over there and there'll be two thousand people there waiting for us. Well, as soon as they fucking open their borders and let people in, <laughs> fucking Australians, <laughs> draconian bastard laws. <laughs> Thank you, Australia. <laughs> we love Good you, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Good morning. Cool. So yeah. we'll wrap that one up, um, yep. and we'll speak to you soon. Bye bye now. Bye, Gigi Nella. <laughs>